this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the hindu's in focus podcast spectrum for 5g services was auctioned out by india earlier this year the pattern followed pretty much what was standard for the rest of the world that had preceded us and like in the rest of the world our own aviation administration has also raised concerns about potential interference between 5g services and the functioning of altimeters in aircraft altimeters use telecom spectrum to help in the landing of planes is there cause for concern or are authorities only being extra cautious in suspending 5g services in and around airports for now if a resolution is even possible how far away is it to share his views on the subject dr v sridhar joins us today dr sridhar is professor at the center for it and public policy at the international institute of information technology bangalore welcome uh, to our podcast uh, professor sridhar really appreciate your sparing time for us today thank you very much parath good to be again uh, in in focus excellent so if you can dive deep into the questions right away so this uh, tangle between the telecom industry and the aviation industry on uh, the overlap of services that will be available on certain bands of spectrum uh, so we saw this earlier in the us much before india even auctioned spectrum for 5g services earlier this year and starting sometime late last year the last quarter of 2021 i think the federal aviation administration and the federal communications commission in the us have been at loggerheads saying you know you fix this and i won't fix this kind of uh, tug of war so can for the benefit of our listeners uh, technically can you take us through exactly what the problem is and i'd assume it's the same whether it's for the us or now in india and we'll come to the india problem soon uh, so bharat this is a very important uh, problem uh, for both the uh, aviation industry as well as the telecommunications industry so let us look at this uh, whole issue so c band that's which is called as mid band which uh, you know broadly ranges from Uh, 3200 megahertz up to 4200 megahertz uh, have multiple uses one of it uh, being uh, for satellite communication services from satellite to earth for broadcasting the satellite industry has been using uh, this band for quite some time the second is the aviation industry which uh, uses part of the band uh, specifically 4200 to 4400 band for radar altimeter see this radar altimeter is used for aircraft to land safely especially under poor visibility conditions like cat c 2 c 3 approaches now it normally gets activated at about 2500 feet above the ground level and a small wattage power is transmitted in this particular range towards the earth so that the aircraft will be able to determine the above ground level altitude and it is used for touchdown it's even uh, it is estimated that the precision of this radar altimeter is about 2 feet and it helps uh, basically documents the capability of the aircraft to do a smooth landing especially under poor visibility conditions now the frequency that is used by the transceivers in the aircrafts is works in the range of 4200 to 4400 megahertz now this band is also being sought after by the telecommunication service providers even before 5g even in 4g 
lot of spectrum in this particular band have been allocated for international mobile telecommunication or INT services. Now, in the US, uh, it, uh, it, the, the 5G allocation uh, and also the 4G allocation is specifically in this band 3,700 to 3,980 megahertz. So that leaves just about 200 megahertz gap between where the telecommunication services are provided and where the radar altimeter works. And therefore, there is a possibility of the spectrum which is used for communication between the mobile handset and the tower, the base transceiver station, or between the tower and the mobile could possibly interfere with the radar altimeter frequencies, especially when the aircraft is about to touch down. Okay, and that poses serious consequences for the aircraft safety. Now, Federal Communication Commission has indicated possible interference through a study which was commissioned by it, and therefore they had temporarily held off the 5G telecommunication services, which are being provided in this particular uh, band, to be used near the uh, airports for uh, maintaining the safety of the aircrafts. Now, in India, the band that has been auctioned in the last 2022 auction is 3,300 to 3,630 megahertz. In fact, a review of the National Frequency Allocation Plan of 2022 indicates that the frequencies in 3,300 to 3,670 have been allocated for IMT or communication services. Now, that leaves a gap of roughly 500 it's slightly more than 500 megahertz between where the communication ends, that is 3,670, and where the radar altimeter frequency begins at 4,200. So there is a wide gap, especially in India, and uh, between uh, the uh, spectrum that is allocated, uh, will be allocated for uh, mobile communication and where the radar altimeter working begins. And therefore, uh, in my view, the situation is not as serious as, for example, what has been witnessed in the US or in some other countries as well. Excellent. That was pretty detailed and uh, lucid, uh, Professor. So, if we st go back to the West where this uh, the debate started and, you know, details started coming out. So, the specifications for spectrum that 5G could use did not happen overnight, uh, right? I mean, I think it was published in 2017 and then the FAA actually had you know, a review or an objection raised at around that time, at least an alert was raised uh, just, uh, you know, well before the 5G auctions uh, happened in the US. So, I mean, uh, maybe we are not yet into the details, but from an outsider's perspective, if I look at it, these are uh, very responsible administrations or commissions that have existed for around tens of, uh, uh, you know, uh, years, decades. And the the sort of altercation that seems to have come out in the media seems slightly schoolboy. So we'll come to India in the India um, uh, portion soon. But if we look just at the West, is this something that they could have prepared for much earlier instead of waiting till the last minute saying, no, uh, you know, this won't happen. So halt 5G services around airports. So it's a bit of a surprise for telecom service providers who paid money to get those services. And in particular regions or geographies around airports, you can't use these services. So it's a bit of a 
I mean, something that could have been avoided is the impression that I get. Would I be accurate or am I being unkind? See, uh, there are multiple use cases for Spectrum. And uh, the uh, IMT has allocated the band between 3.3 to 4.2 gigahertz to be used for telecommunication services. Now, it is not that only the U.S. is having this kind of a problem. In fact, if you look at Japan, the uh, the allocation of spectrum for IMT, the International Mobile Telecommunication Services, is between 3.6 to 4.1 gigahertz. In fact, it is much worse than what uh, uh, is assigned in the case of the U.S. Right? Now, um, and similarly, you know, for example, France and Belgium, uh, the uh, frequency allocation is 3.4 to 3.8. Uh, most of the European countries have put a stringent limit on not exceeding 3.8 gigahertz, other 3,800 megahertz, so that the interference with the radar altimeter could be possibly prevented. But there are a lot of countries in which it touches 4,000 uh, megahertz or 4 gigahertz. Now, the reason is that Still, there is no conclusive evidence, right? Despite the field studies, I mean, the Federal Communication Commission study was based on simulation. But as of now, there is no concrete evidence that in practice, the spectrum that is used for mobile communications is interfering with the radar altimeter. I'll just explain this through an example, right? So the mobile communication happens across three areas. One is the communication from the tower, the base transceiver station, to the mobile, right? Now, these are normally high power and which can potentially interfere and spill over to the radar altimeter band. But generally, these base transceiver stations are downward tilting, right? It is not upward tilting, it is downward tilting so that it can actually provide services to the mobile users on the ground. So, in general, the uh, because of the uh, high frequency range also there is a little possibility of this one interfering uh, exactly with that uh, radar altimeter frequency uh, during touchdown there is a there is there's a possibility but the probability of that happening is a little bit low the second one is the frequency that is emanating from the mobile handset to the pass transceiver station normally it is of much lesser power and therefore it is not it is unlikely that this will interfere with the altimeter the third one, which is quite dangerous, is the mobile phones on the flight, which are accidentally switched on. Of course, all the aircrafts have been mandated to, uh, to instruct the users uh, to you know, switch off, either switch off the mobile phones or uh, put it in the airplane mode, uh, especially at the time of landing. Now, if some mobile has been accidentally switched on and it is in the, not in the flight mode, then that communication from that mobile handset on the aircraft to the uh, base transceiver station on the ground could potentially definitely interfere with the altimeter uh, frequency and then it can interfere it can pose uh, serious problems right so uh, there are two possibilities to eliminate this um, you know to provide uh, to to basically eliminate uh, the use of uh, all these uh, mobile telecommunication services near the airport and of course so mail make sure 100% make sure that no onboard aircraft is switched on uh, when uh, especially during the landing right um, or uh, you know change the frequency uh, with which the altimeter works but that's almost impossible because they were the first users of this particular band right has been in existence for quite some time and because of the aviation standard it's not possible to switch the radar altimeter from 4.2 to 4.4 to some other frequency 
that is almost impossible because it has to go through stringent standardization testing procedures and so on so that is almost out of question right now uh, for the mobile communication services to stop at 4.0 to provide a guard band of about 200 megahertz so that it doesn't interfere is a possible solution that's what most of the countries have done in fact india has done much much better because we have stopped at the allocation around 3700 megahertz leaving enough guard band so that the interference does not happen now why did we allocate this in the first place because it's a golden band right this is a golden band this is a relatively higher frequency which requires for example uh, smaller antennas for deployment huge bandwidth which is required for 4g and 5g related services and uh, the attenuation due to rain and other things are minimal in this band so it is a very uh, sought after band for all types of services and there is no wonder why for example telecommunication service providers want to have a hand on this particular uh, spectrum as well so it's curious and you say that uh, india has probably been far more guarded in terms of leaving this guard band pun intended between where aviation spectrum starts and where telecom spectrum ends um so which means why did the dgca more recently and you know probably months after our, our own auctions got over why did the dgca raise uh, concerns is it just to be on the safe side because even if it's one life lost due to altimeter uh, uh, going dysfunctional one is one too many uh, so that there is no doubt at all or is there cause for concern as to why they raise these concerns so so even in other countries you know for example france belgium canada you know canada the um uh, the frequencies uh, for mobile communication stops at uh, 3650 megahertz even canada has applied for measures around the landing strips right so it is just the fact that we need to take all measures to protect uh, uh, safety of aircraft passengers um uh, is the only uh, determinant of these kind of decisions for example brazil brazil has also applied for precautionary measures around airports even though their uh, band also ends at about 3.7 gigahertz or 3700 megahertz right so uh, yes the the aviation administration is uh, very much uh, uh, safety conscious and they want to promote uh, this uh, but in our case uh, especially with uh, even the frequency allocation plan stopping the usage of the band uh, Uh, at the 3700 megahertz there is no not much reason to unduly worry that's what i would suggest okay so it's interesting then so if uh, you know from an aviation perspective you're looking at you know potential loss of lives and we want to prevent any of that from a telecom perspective it's like uh, you know i i migrate from 4g to 5g and you know enjoy better quality of services as a consumer a retail user and you know when i near airports and 5g is not available for safety reasons uh, you know my quality of life doesn't uh, suffer too much just because i go back from 5g to 4g only around these places and then maybe when you know 5g use cases or applications that have been talked about are efficiencies in manufacturing uh, and making sure that waste uh, you know is reduced in manufacturing or even robotic surgeries from one hospital to another you know thousands of separated by thousands of kilometers so then the resolution for this is such mission critical applications using telecom spectrum using 5g services 
would not be permitted in an, uh, around airports. So that is the understanding because there is no other resolution, even though government agencies talk about, yes, we are in talks, two different arms of the government, and this will be resolved. The resolution is that in and around airports, such services won't be available. But that is a caveat, Bharat. There is a caveat on this, right? So, for example, uh, in India, we have uh, indicated, uh, DOT, Department of Telecommunications, has indicated that uh, the spectrum can be allocated for captive non-public networks or CNPNs, captive non-public networks. Now, this spectrum uh, is mainly used for captive purposes to provide services within a company, within a business organization, within a particular area, such as airports or ports, seaports. Now, the most sought after band for building a captive non-public network is this particular C-band. So, if for example, I mean, I don't want to name these companies, but a company which is uh, managing the airport wants to build a captive non-public network for use within the airport, either uh, for its own purposes or to provide enhanced services, uh, communication services to its passengers, it is likely that they will deploy this particular band, right? Three, uh, in India, it is 3.3 to 3, uh, 3.67, uh, 3,670 megahertz. Now, in which case, it's actually deployed within the airport, right? So, uh, if we ban that, then the whole particular, uh, you know, concept of captive non-public network to provide you know best services especially for travelers within the airport using this c-band that use case is almost out of the window right so this is one of the problems that we need to sort of handle in future you know whether this c-band will be allowed for captive non-public networks especially for airports and uh, other especially in the airports uh, now if it is not used then what is the alternative uh, and whether uh, there will be uptake of uh, this uh, captive non-public network in the airports at all using other spectrum is a question mark that needs to be answered. Okay. So, and just for context for our uh, listeners, uh, the Adani group did bid for captive uh, use and the Adani group is also in the business of managing airports. So, I think the context lies there. So, which means... I don't know if there is a one or two sentence answer to this, but if you were advising the government as a consultant, what would you tell them? Is there a solution or is there multiple aspects that need to be seen, which means 5G services in and around airports may be delayed by a year, a couple of years before we arrive at a solution? No. So the option is to move to other bands, right? So for example, uh, Adani Group, especially Adani Group is also bid for 26 gigahertz, right? Which is a higher band and does not pose any uh, consequences at all for airport safety. So, uh, uh, and there are, uh, you know, bands uh, such as like, for example, 2600 megahertz. So, so 5G services can be provided across all these bands. It's not necessary that you have to use only the C band. So, you know, my advice would be that uh, if uh, uh, some uh, organization is applying for the captive non-public network, then it shall be, if it is, and if it is for the airport, then it should use a spectrum other than the C-band, that is the 3300 megahertz band for building its own captive non-public network. It might not be as efficient, but in because of the safety considerations, we could actually mandate that. So if I am an Airtel, and I get that point, Professor, so if I set apart the... Uh... 
Adani Group as an example aside, if I'm an Airtel or a Vodafone or a Geo and I want to provide public retail consumer services and, you know, my consumer goes near airports, so I am on at least till this 3,600 megahertz band, you know, I'm 500 megahertz away from where the altimeter spectrum starts. So has this issue of this guard band been resolved in the US and other parts of the world? Or where do you think the solution for India lies? Yes. So this problem has not been solved, right? Because as uh, as uh, is the case, the Federal Communications Report uh, on Possible Interference has been opposed by the uh, Mobile Operators Association, especially the JSMA. So, uh, you know, because uh, the way in which this particular study has been done using simulations, it is not realistic and there has been no, ca- no known cases. So this battle between the mobile telecommunications industry and the aviation industry will continue. So there is no resolution as of now and hence most of the countries have resorted to, for example, a temporary hold on providing the 5G communication services in this band in and around airports. Now, the important uh, question is in India, whether we should uh, really be very wary about uh, prohibiting 5G communication services in this band in and around airports. My answer is that we need not be because we are at a safe distance from the starting frequency band of the radar ultimated. You know, some, you know, conservative countries like what I said, Canada has taken a proactive measure, uh, but uh, we need to just wait and watch. At this point of time, there is uh, no um, sort of strict need for banning 5G communication services near the airports, given our uh, safe distance. Excellent, uh, Professor. I've exhausted my list of questions. I think my takeaway is that it's been uh, a technical issue and we're just playing it safe so that there is no potential uh, loss of life, even potentially. So is there any other uh, issue that you think we should have discussed? Any gaps uh, in, in our understanding here? Yeah, so I'm just uh, uh, continue a little bit on this uh, band, right? So spectrum is a scarce resource. Uh, and therefore, it is possible that can be used for multiple use cases. For example, as I have specified before, uh, the satellite communication industry has been using this band for a long time. You know, in fact, if you had looked at in India a long time back before the direct home or uh, dish satellites came into picture in the villages, you used to see very large antennas which used to receive the broadcasting directly from the uh, geostationary satellites. They all work in the C-band. In fact, extended C-band in India is about 3.3 to 3.4 gigahertz. Now, so there there are multiple use cases. The battle of who holds this particular band has been in existence for a long time. The satellite industry has also been fighting for its own exclusive use. And, uh, you know, mobile telecommunications industry uh, wants to have a piece of this particular golden band so that they can use it for providing services. So I think as a regulator, uh, we need uh, we need to really look at uh, uh, this country regulator should look at the uh, the different use cases for this particular specific band and then uh, provide an appropriate remedy. You know, for example, in India. Um, the C-band usage has decreased considerably because uh, most of the users have shifted towards the direct-to-home, you know, DTH services and DTH services operate in the KU band, which is quite away from the C-band. And therefore, this C-band is not uh, used much for satellite-to-earth services. And therefore, uh, the best, better use of this particular band will be uh, for 
communication services and therefore we have made a conscious decision even in the NFIP uh, 2022 National Frequency Allocation Plan uh, to shift this band towards more of uh, mobile telecommunication and not reserve it for satellite to earth communication. So um, the same use cases will come up in other bands as well, right? Uh, I mean, this is a unique case where safety is considered, but there are multiple use cases for using the same band, especially uh, the golden band such as uh, the 3300 uh, megahertz band, uh, the C band. So uh, we need to make the best use of the available resource, which is care uh, spectrum, uh, but at the same time, protect the interest of the in-governance and the safety conservation. So that is the fine trade-off the regulators have to make uh, in making the best use and efficient use of the scarce resource, which is spectrum. That's my last word, Parak. Excellent. So it's a very delicate line considering, you know, this potential loss of lives if this is not done properly. So I'm sure there will be updates and we'll come back to you, Professor, for uh, further insights. Thank you so much. You've been lucid and crisp as always. Really appreciate your having spent time with us. Thank you. Thank you. In Focus, we'll be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.